I want to talk a little bit about packaging and excessive packaging. We all know. We all know it's wasteful. And wasteful isn't a good thing. Most of us know it's bad for the environment, probably bad for the economy, and any number of things. It's wasteful, it's bad. Excessive packaging it can be just ridiculous, especially for single serving items and whatnot. Now, <laughs> we all know this. We, 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 many of us, we, you know, I have no problem with people not giving a damn, not caring. But to say you don't know this, that that's wasteful, is ridiculous. Indeed, if, 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 if you don't know that it's wasteful and probably not a good thing, you're not smart enough for me to actually give a damn about your survival. <laughs> I don't care if you make it. So this podcast, it's not for you. My podcasts in general probably are not for you. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not here to convert. I've given up on converting anybody. No, sir. I'm simply here to let those out there in this vast forest of information know they're not alone. That indeed there are others, many others, that are on the right page. Now, when I say on the right page, I'm not talking about, you know, again, I'm, I may have some extremist views somewhere out there, depending on the <laughs> viewpoint of whomever's viewing, but, uh, uh, you know, I'm more of a pragmatist, a realist, and so sometimes when I'm buying products, I try to look at the product as not just what I'm getting in the container, but I try to look at the containers and say, hmm, can I reuse that container? Or is it simply going to go straight in my trash or my recycling bin? Is there something about that container? Because I got a bunch of kids, man. I'm making powdered juice up all the time. This is kind of what brought it to mind, you know. I don't generally go out and buy the expensive Tropicana juices with their nice containers on the regular. It's just, you know, it's just not a justifiable expense. However, I love the containers, so I will buy them occasionally so that I have those great containers to make up my powdered drinks or to mix up my actually fresh, put my fresh juiced orange juice or what have you in. They're excellent juice containers because they're a little—they're just—they're clunky and chunky enough for my kids to be able to handle them really well, and they're reaching the age where they want to get their own drinks and whatnot. So, whereas I normally would not spend the money on the overpriced Tropicana or overpriced uh, Minute Maid or what have you, they're good, but they're overpriced when you got three kids <laughs> and you're on a budget. But I will break that budget budgetary rule on occasion because the container has uses beyond just bringing the juice to my house and therefore maybe I'm not having to buy a Tupperware container at a later date because I've got this thing that has been sensibly been given to me for free as packaging so you know my water storage um, <laughs> I mean we all we all know this we've all our, 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 our ancestors and make it sound so distant our parents and grandparents come on who didn't have a dad with a coffee can full of nails Huh? 
I know most people don't, they don't really use the little coffee cans as much or didn't there for the 80s and 90s. So, but I, you know, my granddad, my dad, my uncles, you went out in their shop and they didn't go out and buy fancy metal containers and whatnot for their nails. They had them in coffee cans. Sometimes they got, I had a, shoot, one of my, my step granddad, he, uh, he actually took baby food jars, nailed the lids to a board, the under, uh, underside of a shelf, and he would put his screws in the baby food jars and then screw them into the lids and actually had them hanging there at eye level in his shop. I mean, this man, this man got a whole lot. <laughs> he took a whole lot out of living through the Depression, let me tell you. you know, and that's kind of where we're missing missing the boat I think when it comes to all this packaging it's not so much that you know you have to just you know you can't always be righteous about your packaging purchases and whatnot and your purchases and the packaging they have you know more pressure needs to be put on manufacturers for sure but in, in the meantime you have to do the best you can so try and temper it with a little bit of that yeah there's some packaging here it's a big you know when you you know maybe maybe when you're trying to justify buying in bulk but you hate having that huge container da 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 well if you've saved a few of the other smaller containers all of a sudden buying in bulk in that huge container becomes so much easier because you're prepared to break it down into more manageable sizes so I don't know, man. I don't know exactly what I'm saying here, but you can make it. You can make ch- incremental changes in the way you use products and materials. And you know, when you're shopping, when you go down that aisle, kind of look at the products and, more importantly, their packaging, and go, "Can I reuse that? Maybe this one has a, a funky big package, and it's 15 cents more." to get that bigger package and so normally you would buy the cheaper item but the cheaper item has a whole bunch of paper items that you're going to throw away you can't possibly reuse well now that container might be worth 15 cents especially you know if it saves you two dollars on a tupperware container so yeah little steps like that get you in the right direction on packaging and you know the real cost and the real value of the materials we use to package It's just my recycling two cents.